we're gabbing, uh, uh, we're gabbing, we're gabbing, uh, uh, we're gabbing, we're gabbing, uh, uh, we're gabbing. Welcome to Gabbing. Gabbing. With Gracie. And Heather. I am drinking One Hope wine tonight, Cabernet Sauvignon. Have you ever heard of One Hope wine? No, but it sounds lovely. It is. It's, I think they're all California based, but basically it's wine company that they donate proceeds to different charities. And so each type of wine that you drink goes to a different charity. That's nice. And I'm blanking on which one the, the Cabernet Sauvignon is for. So let me see That's if I can nice. look that up. One Hope. What, what's it called? One Hope? It's called One Hope Wine. One Hope Wine. I'm writing it down just in case I come across it. I'll probably remember that. They do like different like tastings and like parties and stuff. It's almost like a Mary Kay or an Avon type of thing, but for wine. Okay. Sounds good. One Hope Wine, Cabernet Sauvignon. Cheers. Cheers. Are you drinking your regular? Yes, I am. I'm drinking the Cotemas Rosé. Nice. So this week, we're talking about Supernatural. We are barely talking about Supernatural. I want Someday everyone we to will know, get through season one. I want everyone to know that it has been an hour. <laughs> we've been talking business, okay? And we've been talking personal. and But business, not in the sense of Supernatural. So here we are. <laughs> yeah, it's officially been an hour and there, no way. Yeah, an hour and three minutes since we started recording (laughs) or we started getting on the Zoom. But we are talking Supernatural Season 1, Episodes 11 through 16. So we're we're getting so close to being done with Season 1. And then 14 seasons more to go. To remind you, these episodes are Scarecrow. Faith, Route 666, Nightmares, The Bender, and Shadow. And I wrote down the names of all of them except for the first one. <laughs> so proud so of myself. Good. I'm being I'm getting better. <laughs> I don't know if you had a favorite out of these or if there's one that you wanted to start with I, or you, if you, you just kn- want to go in order. Girl, you know I'm I'm not gonna go in order, but I will say this. This is when things really start to get interesting, if that makes any sense. Yeah. We are introduced, to my knowledge, to the first recurring character in the series, besides Papa Winchester. Yeah. Okay. And that's all I'm going to say. She's a whopper. She is a whopper. She is a whopper. And I actually confused her with somebody else. I think I might have texted you saying, Ruby, and it wasn't Ruby. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Ruby. Ruby. We can't forget about Ruby because of of a future individual. Well, let me not say anything. Let me just keep my mouth shut. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to keep your mouth shut. It's hard. As I've been rewatching these, some of them are like completely like I was like, I don't remember this at all. Yeah. This grouping. I, rem- I remembered several of them. I remembered Scarecrow and I remember Faith. Mm-hmm. Like those really like mm-hmm. stuck out. I was like, oh yeah, I remember those a lot. And then the rest of them, I didn't really remember. 
Well, because again, we're this is the thing about a show like Supernatural. There's going to be a ton of filler episodes that won't yeah. have anything to do with the main storyline, but they're great individual episodes themselves. I completely agree with you. There were some themes that actually stood out, and there some, were some characters, like, for instance, Meg, played by Nikki A. Cox. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. She is what I think to be the first recurring character on Supernatural. Yeah. She appeared in Scarecrow, and then she reappears again in episode 16, Shadow. Yeah. And I think that's why Scarecrow, well, Scarecrow stood out because that's when we meet Meg. Mm-hmm. But then also that actual Scarecrow, like, was really freaky. Yes, it was. And what it was doing, well, I, mm-hmm. yeah, what it was doing to couples that would visit this particular town. Yeah. Is sacrificing the town so that they can continue having, what was it, great harvest? So just, just a great economy yeah great harvest because it was like they had orchards mm-hmm. yes that's right and yeah so it was overlooking the orchards and then there was like an old tree that came from the old lands and it was like very um it reminded me of homecoming now is that what it's called homecoming like the movie I've never seen it, but for some reason, it seems familiar to me. Maybe that's something that has been introduced in other television shows as well, that type of theme. I think I'm saying the totally wrong movie. Well, you got me. I don't do scary. It's a scary movie. It's by the people that said Hereditary. The movie I was thinking of is Midsummer. Why I'm bringing it up now is it's very much like it's... It takes place in Sweden. It's basically about this Scandinavian pagan cult. And Florence Plue, is that how you say her last name? The Plue, I think so. She goes to a very traumatic experience to kind of like escape from it. She goes with her boyfriend and his friends to go visit the one friend's family for midsummer. And it turns out that the friend lives in like this swedish cult and there's like human sacrifice and stuff like that is it like a long table where people just like sat around the table i'm trying to find an image of it i think that might be a scene from it okay but it's a very good movie but it i wouldn't recommend it if you don't like horror i'm not i'm not i'm not watching it very much this scarecrow episode was reminiscent of that Mm. Well, it's very telling that, and I may have mentioned this previously, I would always tell myself as I'm watching Supernatural, like, why am I watching this now while I'm eating? Because it could be a little bit gruesome or it could be a little bit scary. And it's just a television show. And I don't know where that fear came in, but I would assume that it's because of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Now, I am failing miserably. I keep forgetting that... I told myself that I'm going to do this job of Scarecrow and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The history behind all of this mythology that they are introducing into Supernatural. Do you know if there's a mythology with the Scarecrow? 
Well, they do talk about it, but I can't really read my handwriting Join the because club. they do talk about it where Dean goes to the college and a professor, I think it's a Varner is what they call it, which Dean thinks it's a pagan god. So there is something called a Varner or Vanir. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but it's North, North mythology, which checks out with what the show indicates. And it's a god that's responsible for wealth, fertility, and commerce. Mm, there we go. So, yeah. There we go. There you go. We're learning things about Norse mythology oh, because yes. of Supernatural. I did look at my notes. It was specifically apple orchards that they had. Hmm. And the tree that came from the home country, was they called the first tree. But they didn't say which country, but I think it was supposed to be just general Scandinavian area. Because okay. where is this? This is in Burksville, Indiana. Child, I have no idea. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It sounds about right. That was like Scandinavian. Yeah, Burkittsville, Indiana. You are absolutely correct. Yeah. But, yeah, I feel really bad for Emily in this scenario. <laughs> Emily was the name. Do you like, think? Wow, the they did her dirty. They did really do her dirty. These are people who they are her family, and they're just willing to sacrifice her oh so God. that they can have. Like y'all are old, okay? Sacrifice yourself. But no, they don't think that way. They're very egotistical. Very egotistical. I'm actually at the part where Dean is with the professor. Um, I just had a thought. Her Emily's parents died in an accident. Maybe they got sacrificed. I never thought about that. I didn't until this moment. And whoa, okay, my mind is blown. Seriously? Why didn't we put two into it? We've I, I don't know how often you've rewatched Supernatural. This is my second time. You would have thought I picked it up this time around. I don't know about you. I've watched this episode at least three or four times. That that's it. That's what happened. Yeah. That is that is definitely what happened. Like what the hell? That is definitely what happened. They probably had a situation when there was no one coming through the town. And oh, lo and behold, here's this couple. You yeah, because it has to be a man and a woman. It does. It does. Did didn't they try to make it same sex? Or am I confused? using it with some other episode and some other show i don't remember if there was a reference to that because i feel like did they talk about that when they were talking about how it had to be a woman and that's why they chose emily i just feel like sam or dean offer themselves up i don't know if i'm you know they're always offering themselves up maybe i'm just confusing it and it's been a while since i've seen this episode but i feel as though that was out there and it was a no-no. Are you confusing it with the Bender episode? Am I? Because Dean has to choose between Sam and what is her face? Um, Kathleen to be hunted and he chooses Sam. Mm, maybe, but I just feel like it had to be not the same sex. You know what? But my brain likes to create other things. Let's just say that's the case. I mean, I it was implied. Ooh, ooh, girl, when we're done with this episode, because <laughs> I'm, 
I've had a plane for some time now, so I'm already at faith. All right. Well, I don't really have anything other <laughs> anything else to say about this episode other than I'm like they did Emily dirty and they all got what they deserved. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they all got what they deserved. So I, you know, it would have been interesting. Maybe they went back and visited, but I don't recall them ever going back to a town that they had gone to prior where there was sacrifices being made. I would love it if they would have gone back to see what was going on with that town. I, I know there's no need for it, but I'm just curious. Yeah, to see how far they're managing. Downhill. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. One thing I will say, when I look up the veneer or whatever the pronunciation is, I don't see any reference to a scarecrow. Mm-hmm. So they may have merged that just to make it fit more. And that makes sense. Line. Makes sense. It doesn't always have to be 100% um, the mythology. Yeah. But I love that it's, it like t- ties in. They, t- they do a great job, the writers yeah. on the show, to mesh yeah. things together. They do. So. All right. What did you want to say about Faith? Faith, man. Oh, well, first off, Darla. Yeah, I was going to say, like, what is her actual name? Her actual name? I put Layla equals Darla. Yeah, because the character's (laughs) name is Layla. She will always be Darla. For those that are not. Could could I just say real quick that (laughs) I literally, I I put Layla equals Darla. That's how I, I did not write Papa her name. Winchester. I did not write her name down at all. And I want to know where the f did we even get Papa Winchester from? I was talking to Erica, and Erica even says Papa Winchester. Like yeah. it has to be on the show, right? It's on the show. We must I, get it from somewhere. We must. I actually was talking at dinner last night about the boys, and I was like saying like. Oh, Papa Winchester is going to be in the next season. And I was like, what is his name again? Like, he's just Papa Winchester. He's Papa Winchester, always and forever. I don't know where it came from. They must have brought it up in the show. Someone on this show has brought it up. And that's why we're referencing this. I need to ask my guy friends if they call Jeffrey Dean Morgan's character, John Winchester, Papa Winchester. Yeah, so now that you're bringing up Erica, I rem- I don't know that I've ever talked about Supernatural to Erica, but we've talked about other movies he's in, and we always refer to him as Papa Winchester. Papa Winchester. Anywho. Yeah. <laughs> and in this case, Darla is Darla. I do not know her name, and you know I live on IMDb. Yeah. I do not know. But for those name. that don't know, Darla is from Angel, and is she in Buffy too? She is. In, Buffy. She is. She is yeah. originally from Buffy. Yeah. And transitioned over to Angel. Yeah. Uh, do we know her name? <laughs> her name is Julie Benz. My God. We love you, Julie. We love you, Julie. We are not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> but you will forever be Zarla. <laughs> and I guess would this been have been this would have been after she was Darla, right? After, yes. After. Yeah. Yeah. So she plays somebody that has brain cancer like a brain tumor and has like I think six months to live 
such a positive attitude. Very much so. But let's state the fact that Dean gets electrified at the beginning of this episode. And he's essentially, like, gonna die. Yeah, they're like, you got, like, maybe weeks. And I think that may be one of the reasons why I remember this episode. Because that's so traumatic. <laughs> I'm, I'm going like this, but I'm yeah. like, actually, I didn't remember that. But, but then it is. also, we're introduced to the Grim Reaper. Mm-hmm. That I remember. Yeah, and, like, that's also another kind of recurring character yes yes so that's the first time we see that you're absolutely right and i have to say the grim reaper would always scare the crap out of me he's pretty freaky he is for me yeah but yeah so faith is basically like the old tent revivals with the the, like I guess is it Pentecostal type of like faith healing and stuff? I'm, I'm I you got me there. I have no idea. I just thought it was faith healing, period. That's it. I feel like it might be like a Pentecostal or like um evangelical. I don't know. If people are more religious than us, uh let us know. What are the whole faith yes, healers? I think maybe it's Pentecostal. But um, and yeah. um and and the reason why it's happening because the pastor was having his own crisis for lack of a better Mm -hmm. word where he I don't remember do you remember what it was that he had that he was able to survive I think did he also did he have a stroke or something he has something he didn't pass away he was supposed to he was supposed his wife put a spell to capture the reaper Mm mm-hmm and has been doing quote-unquote God's work by healing people, but in exchange of healing people, someone else passes away. And that's and how the reaper yeah. gets... She picks them. That's the really messed up thing. It's not like she's just like mm-hmm. randomly like being like, I'm going to save these people. She's picking who gets to die. Exactly. So she's being Such judgy and thinking like, oh, this person isn't worth living. I'm going to, like, focus on them. And she's also picking who should be alive yeah, as both. well. Mm-hmm. Because, I was going to say Darla's character, uh, Julie Benz's character, Layla. Layla. Her and her mother were there all the time mm. trying to get healed by the pastor. And it just wasn't happening. The mom was getting very upset. Yeah, she was. She was not as positive as Layla was, which is understandable. That's her child. Mm-hmm. Like, no parent wants to see their child pass before them. Exactly. And this is where Dean, yeah. who still has X amount of time to live, and the reason why they went there is because of Sammy. Sammy saw, read, heard, whatever about this individual and wanted to just see what can be done. Dean was willing to give up his life for. Layla. Yeah. Yeah. Dean was very, he was really upset when he found out that he was saved, but another guy, like, I think that it was like a 27 year old guy died in his place. And that's very mm-hmm. much Dean. Like Dean is so self-sacrificing. But really like in general, if you were to know that you lived 
and because you live, someone else died. Wouldn't that bother you? Like, you would have a guilty conscience. Well, there's survivor's guilt. And, like, Sam didn't get that. Sam was thinking, like, I just want to save my brother. And, like, Sam's whole thing was, like, well, you didn't know. And Dean's, like, which is doesn't matter. I have to say, it's an interesting twist. Yeah. Because you would think Sam would be the one to think that, not Dean. Not to put, you know, my man, Dean, down on the ground there. But he would definitely sacrifice anyone for Sammy. And the table's yeah. turned here. The table's turned. That's true. But Dean has a real hard time accepting that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He sure does. Yeah. It's, it's, it's again, and I'll probably say this, this will be the start of my saying, like, how selfless they each are. Even if Sam was just like, so, there's going to be other moments where you're just like, it's unbelievable, you know, what he's doing in order to save someone. Yeah. Agreed. Ungrieved. You say agree and I say aggrieved. Okay. Um because <laughs> we all know you love an aggrieved man. Dean Winchester. I'm coming for you. <laughs> um <laughs> oh my gosh. I think if I'm not mistaken, it ends with Layla not being saved, right? Yeah, because and the the reverend's wife, Sue Ann, mm-hmm. they figure out how she's controlling the Reaper. So they stop her right before he's going to heal. And the Layla. Reaper comes and takes her ass. Yeah. But like, they didn't save Layla, but they saved the protester because that's who the Reaper was trying to go after so that Layla mm-hmm. could get freed. Mm-hmm. So it really is like an ethical situation. Like, it is. do you allow the protester to live or do you allow Layla to live? Yeah. It's not up to you. Yeah. That's the fact of the matter. It isn't up to, to them. She's going against nature. She is. She just got too judgy. And Karma came and got her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Reaper was like, uh, I'm coming for I gotta, you. I got to get somebody. I got to get somebody. That's why you don't play around, people. Yeah. Do not make deals with the other side. And it didn't seem like the Reverend knew anything that was going on. He legit thought that he was helping people. I agree with you. Which was really sad. I agree with you, yes. Now, it makes me wonder... All those people who were healed, like they remained healed, right? I mean, the Reaper did yeah, his I mean, job. Those and they're are none dead. the wiser. Yeah, yeah. The other people are dead. So sad. Yeah, so, Dean's so sad. the only one that has to live with that guilt. And that knowledge. Yeah. Ay, ay. That was Poor a good Dean. episode. Yeah. It was a good episode. It's classic supernatural. I just looked over and Dean just checked himself out of the hospital. I'm still at the beginning of the episode. Oh. And he's so young, especially since I just watched him in The oh, Boys. Gosh. Like, oh my gosh. He's such a baby. The, I yeah. Hug him. Yeah. If, if you only knew all the stuff you're going to go through. Yeah. Well, this transitions into the next episode where Dean is not so aggrieved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's dating, or he was dating a woman of color. I was like, all right, all right, babe. I got hope. I got hope. All right. <laughs> Woo. Okay. I didn't remember this episode at all. 
when it, I, it was a good episode when i saw her i was like oh because i think i think I oh, think, she's I think, in stuff i guess yeah, she is and i i'm like where 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 and i recognize her the most her name is megalyn Eldi Kumoki. I am. I know I am pronouncing it incorrectly. Also, I do not understand my handwriting. She was in the 4400, the original 4400, because the CW revamped it up. I don't know if it was ever successful. No idea. I fucking love that show. It was on USA Networks. It was fucking good. And now they I went and they canceled no it. No idea what that is. Girl, I'm looking it up right now. 2004 to 2007. Try to find it if it's around somewhere, maybe DVD at the library. I I really love that show. Oh, I feel like you maybe told me about this. And also, it starred this episode with Alvin Sanders, who's was in Riverdale. So we got a little, you know, little famous star action. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Dean's ex is Cassie. Yes. And she actually calls him because her father passes away. Sadly. And, yeah, sadly. And uh, he keeps ta- he kept talking about a truck following him, a ghost truck. And it appears to be like individuals who have been passing away people of color and but it gets to the point where it's actually someone of not color and we come to find out that there's a connection amongst all of them they all have a connection going back to when they were young folk do you recall now what the connection was because i i I know that i do i do so the connection was that cassie's father and cassie's mother were dating (gasps) and the guy who was in the truck was this guy that wanted Cassie's mother. And so they were going to go sneak off the, Cassie's parents and go get married. And this guy came after them and like attacked them. And he ended up getting killed. Like they killed him in self-defense. I think we need to mention yeah. that Cassie is of mixed race. Her mom is white. Her dad is black. Yeah. And so the mayor, who was the white person that ended up getting killed by this ghost truck, he was a like a just a cop at the time. And he helped cover it up like he knew what happened and he helped cover it up. So all the people that were killed were people that were involved in covering it up because it was like Cassie's father. And um, mm-hmm. some of his friends and stuff, they went and they hit the truck and they hit the body. And so this guy just kind of like disappeared and everything got stirred up because the mayor bought the guy who died his family property and he was renovating it. And that stirred up the ghost. And so the ghost formed, came in the form of this ghost truck and he went around harassing and killing the people involved in his death. So my goodness it, yeah. it suddenly suddenly reminded me of this movie starring charlie sheen charlie sheen oh before i forget the guy that was killed his name was cyrus thank you and he disappeared in 1963 oh my goodness it was quite some time ago wasn't it everyone yeah Ooh. okay i'm gonna go way back oh you- i'm sorry i missed an important part they were supposed to get married at this church, but they ended up eloping at the last minute. 
but when they were supposed to get married at the church, Cyrus burned down the church and a whole bunch of kids died in the church. Oh, yeah, that's right. And they feel so guilty about it. The Wrath is the name of the movie to go back. They feel Uh, so guilty about it. Oh, my goodness. And Cassie's father's name was Martin. Okay. Yeah. I'm very distracted. Yeah, because that the reason why I wanted to bring up the church was because that's the big end. Because the they're trying to figure out how to get rid of the ghosts, so they go and they they find the truck in the swamp, and they try to like mm-hmm. put it on fire and everything, but it still doesn't get rid of the ghosts. And work. so Sammy has this brilliant idea where he's the ghost truck is chasing Dean, it's going after Dean, and he's in baby and which isn't baby yet i don't think (laughs) he's in the car and uh sam is like directing him where to go and he tells him to go and stop at this one particular instance like situation like in the street and uh the truck comes and the truck the ghost truck gets disappeared because it ends up that's exactly where that church was and sammy was like oh well hallowed ground because he's a genius he is a genius. How they figured things out. Thank God using, they figured things out. He's using it's that big good. moose head to, to figure things out. <laughs> We're just all about I referencing future episodes. And well, you know what? It is what it is. It is what it is. If um, y'all listening, you should be watching them all anyway. You should be. And I'm trying to figure out as you're talking, why this reminds me of The Wrath, and I feel like I have to go back and watch this movie. It starred Charlie Sheen with Charlotte Fenn, and it's it says on IMDb, in a small town in Arizona, a mysterious man slash spirit descends from the sky and manifests in a sports car and targets a local violent road racing gang of motorheads headed by a ruthless bully who'll do anything to get what he wants. Okay, so there's the the car tie-in. Yes, but also like the spirit tie-in because he plays this character that isn't like real from what I remember. Oh my God, it was such a long time ago. And everybody is starred Randy Quaid. What the fuck? But okay. And Clint Howard. Like thousands of years ago. And Randy yeah. Quaid is a hot mess. If you think Charlie Sheen's a hot mess, Randy Quaid is a bigger hot mess right now. Anyhow, is there anything else about Route 666 that we need to talk about? Dean gets his sexy on. Oh, that's unusual yes. for the show. Yes, yes. And so early on, too. Well, I, well, actually, it's only episode 13. What am I talking about? Okay, you brought this up, right? And it's playing. This episode is playing right now as we record. And when they're in bed together, and I looked up, I could have sworn it was J.C. Shazay for a second there. And I was like, <laughs> wait a second. Whoa. Dean getting his groove on. It was nice to know that Dean had some kind of, like, past love interest. But it was also nice that they like addressed racism and terrible things that happened. And I thought that was kind of progressive of yeah. them. This came out in, oh Lord, what year was this again? Oh, geez. 2005, please. right? There you go. Whatever you said. <laughs> and it like, it talks about the kids dying in the church, which reminded me of like that bombing of that church, I think in Birmingham mm, back in the day mm-hmm, where the little mm-hmm. girls died and 
So it's like nice when there's references. It was January 31st, uh-huh. 2006. So yeah, no, it's, it, it really, it really does. Because like a lot of people might not necessarily know that time in history, but like watching no. this show, they're going to like learn some of the experiences that happened back then. They are. And they can appreciate that there are, I'm, I don't know if that's the right word, but these things are happening. Let's, let's keep yeah. it real. You know, racism yeah. is still out there and things like this are definitely happening within our society. And they're talking about this is it's it's on it's on TV for everyone to see. Yeah. With two lead characters that are white, but you know. Right. There were not too many people of color in that episode, but or at least it was series. Yeah, in the series in general. Yeah, but, <laughs> but at least they 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 brought it up, you know. At least it was like talked about where like it's gonna capture some people that wouldn't make the effort to learn about it typically but they're going to mm-hmm. learn about it through mm-hmm. this tv show they are so so that was kind of nice it was episode 14 nightmares i didn't particularly care for this one like i feel bad about it but i don't know i didn't really like the main like the the character what is his name um let me go back jim, is it jim miller or no is that the guy that i think that's the father I see. I didn't even like care enough about this kid to even like write down. Oh, well, I mean, I wrote that like Sam Premonitions continues. Like it it wasn't about the cat. It wasn't about secondary characters. It was about. Well, it was about to forward the 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 plot, the the storyline because Max, you find out has abilities like Sam does, and you see Sam's abilities come out even more. Like he's able to move the the dresser yes, dresser yes. with his mind and you find out that he uh did we find out that he was oh you find out that his mother sam's or max's mother died the same way that mary winchester died exactly and that's the only connection that they had but after that i don't remember what happens like there's a famous person in it well yes it is beth broderick played Zelda Spellman on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, and Zelda. And Zelda. I will say that I really didn't see Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I liked it. I watched it. I didn't watch it from beginning to end. I think if I didn't have anything on, it would just be on in the background and that's about it. And Brendan Fletcher, who was in The Revenant and Billy the Kid, he looked familiar, so I just wrote down his name. Is that Max? I, I should. Oh, yes, it is Max. Okay. I didn't um, remember him from them. I he looked familiar. I saw the Revenant. That was a really, really, really good film. Actually, but, I may have only seen the first half of the Revenant. Ooh, girl, I'm thinking you should, about it. You should watch that. That you, yeah, you should watch that. Which pushed Sam to think that his life is actually better. Juxtaposition, same death as Mary. What? Shoot, Dean. Acknowledging Papa Winchester. Dean is worried. Those were my notes for this. <laughs> Those are good notes. I, need, I don't remember what they were for. You brought up a really good point. It makes him realize that because of Papa yes. Winchester, yes. he could have had a very different life because yes. Max's father blamed him mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. his mother's mm-hmm. death mm-hmm. and abused the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. That's why I said just the position. Yeah. Is that even the right word? Is that the right yep. word? No, okay. that's just 
that's perfect. And then the it was a premonition. Dean had a or Sam had a premonition of Dean getting shot in the head, and that's what forced him to have the power to move the the furniture out of the way so he could get out of the closet and save Dean's life. Mm-hmm. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot. It was just it was to help progress the. Oh, I did make one note that said Sam wonders if the demon wanted Sam and Max for their abilities. Like if that's why it's kind of like the chicken or the egg. Do they have their abilities because of the demon or did the demon mess with them because of their ability that you wanted their abilities? I, you know, I find myself, I don't remember Sam having abilities. So. Oh yeah. For all, I was going to say for our listeners. (laughs) It stops, but I guess not. I do not remember. He's always had this ability. Well, always. he had the he had the premonitions. But I'm saying throughout the, beginning. the whole series, all 15 seasons. Oh, they might go away. That's actually a valid point. So I so that's something we need to take note of. <laughs> exactly, chicken or the egg. Yeah, let's see. Okay. Well, the next episode is the bender. Mm-hmm. And did you look up what this episode is about? Like the real life tie-in? No, remember, I have been sucking at this. I need to remember to be better. So this was based off of the Bender family, which I need to look it up. They were a serial killing family in the oh, 1800s. Gosh. And let me see if I wrote it down. It was in... Labette County, Kansas, if I can read my own handwriting. And they were killing people from May of 1871 to December of 1872. It was John, Elvira, John Jr., and Katie or Cassie or something. I don't know. I cannot read my own handwriting, people. That's a mess. That's okay. But they had at least 11 victims. And they think more. And so basically, it was also like a really weird family. Like they were, I think that they were emigrated from Germany and John and Elvira were were married. But some people thought that John Jr. and Kate were brother and sisters and others said that they were married. But they were like a really, it might have been, they were a very strange family and people would come and they would kill them. and. It sounded like they were pretty blatant about it, which the family in this episode also are. (laughs) It looks like they just took it and made it into a modern situation and put it in Minnesota instead of Kansas. I love the accent, girl. Wait a second. Okay, so we got to flashback for a second because I don't recall it being blatant. Because they didn't, like, they they, they were hidden, right? They were kidnapping people. It they was, were like, oh, crap, the police, you know, the police person, woman is here. Yeah. Like, so. Like, they were going into town and grabbing people right out of parking lots. Like, that's how they got the initial guy. And that's how they got Dean. But it wasn't in broad daylight. Or no, though. Sam. Oh, it was at night, I guess. But it was still pretty bold. Oh, no. Like, Dean turned around for, like, a hot minute and then Sam was gone. That like, I think pretty... he went to go to the bathroom and came right back out and Sam was long gone. I was, I, I, I prefer the word bold then. They were bold. I like bold. All right. They were bold. They were not uh, necessarily 
covering their tracks, but they were out in the middle of nowhere. So they were they able were. to have all these cars and stuff uh, like just sitting out because it had been three years, I think. And the, the cop's brother, Kathleen is it's, the cop. That's the, the interesting thing. Like there. you would think that it would be more frequent, but maybe they, to make it seem less obvious they kept somebody alive for as long as possible they had the cages to put them in or they tried to get more transient people like maybe the cop's brother wasn't necessarily an example a good example of who they took yes yes maybe they were desperate and they had to get somebody that was local for whatever reason yeah that's a good point because if so many people disappeared from that area you would think that there would be more people looking but it might be the situation like what do you call it scarecrow where they're just getting transient yeah like people coming through and maybe that bar is like a place that that tends to happen all you need is someone to get tipsy yeah and that's it not even to be honest you need other people to be tipsy. The individual that you're taking doesn't have to be. Yeah, because if nobody can help them, that's the the most important part. My little notes here are, and this is not the first time this happens. This happens again in another episode, but I don't think I wrote it down. Speaking out loud about a case at a bar. That was Sam and Dean, obviously. And I was like, whoa, 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 wait. Y'all talking about stuff out loud where anyone can pass by and hear you? I just thought that was weird. Yeah, I feel like they do do that. They just assume that nobody's going to be paying attention to what they're saying. And uh, again, I guess, you know, suspension of disbelief. It's just a television show, Gracie. But come on now. It could be somebody like from the family who's hanging out at the bar yeah that's true and plus like they talk about some weird stuff and no one's gonna pass by and be like what the heck are these guys talking about they're not gonna flat out unless they're really really drunk and they keep overhearing the conversation yeah and approach them because you know there's gonna be that one motherfucker (laughs) it's gonna be like what are you guys talking about yeah that's true i'll just Take it for what it is. It is season one. Well, plus, so. this is like a show all about supernatural. It is. <laughs> so it we is. do have to suspend disbelief a little bit. It sure is, girl. It sure is. We'll oh, forgive them. And I, my, my other note was Sam disappears. Dean goes to the cop. Mm-hmm. He is dead on file. Yeah. Still dead. He's still dead. And the officer, her character, her her character, her name is Jessica Steen, and she has been in Homefront and Heartland, which both sound familiar to me, but I believe that they are Canadian shows. That I have not yeah, watched. Yeah, I've heard of them, but I haven't watched them. Right. Is there anything else about this besides their undying love for each other? Oh, with the Bender family? Not the Bender family. Uh, Dean and Sam. Yeah, because like Dean would Dean is looking. I mean, Sam obviously did it on purpose to get caught. At least I thought so. And Dean is supposed to come and get him. Oh, I didn't even think about Sam doing it on purpose. He I could have. 
it seemed like it at the end but dean wouldn't go without him of course he has to find his brother yeah else we wouldn't have a show and it was it was interesting when he did dean did have to choose and he chose for sam to be hunted and then uh when they were like oh we're just gonna like kill them both Dean was like, no, 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 we ain't having this. Exactly. I, and I actually wasn't expecting that. I don't know why, but I thought it would be just Sam. And then when the officer at the end kills, kills yeah. them. I forgot cool? about that. I forgot, yeah. I forgot about that, too. And I remembered because it just seems like something you wouldn't assume would be done. Because she seemed like such a straight-laced person, but it kind of shows that even the biggest rule follower person that you wouldn't assume was going to, like, kill somebody mm-hmm. uh, can be motivated to do that. Well, yeah, and, and I, the excuse was, what was it? She says it. and she but it kind he was of, trying to escape, but he obviously wasn't. Yeah, and... He laughs at her. He does? Yeah, because he says something to the effect of, like, why? He taunted. He taunted why do her. you, like, care or whatever? And she was, or, like, he says something about, like, if you hurt my family, I'm going to, like, you're going to regret it. Like, why do you even care about us? And she says, you you murdered my brother. And he just starts laughing because he's crazy. He is crazy. But her just shooting him like that, saying that it was, you know, he was trying to escape, whatever. I, I, it just, yeah, kind of like a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, because it was very reasons. like blatant and like, yeah, with everything going on with in the world, it's honestly a bad taste in your mouth. It probably mm-hmm. felt like different anyone, back then. Yeah, like anyone can use that excuse and just get away with it. And it was, she was very, like, bold about it, too, because he was laying on the ground injured. So, like, if anybody looked into that, they could probably figure out exactly what happened. Right. Boy. Although they probably won't. She told the boys to leave. Yes. And that way she could control the whole narrative of what was going on. Exactly. They get away with so much, those guys. Mm Mm-hmm. They sure do. Yeah. And, and now we we're love up to it. the last episode that we are going yeah. to talk about today, Shadow, episode 16. There's a lot that happens in Shadow. I know, and we left it for last. <laughs> we have oh, the return of Meg. The return of Meg and me putting in always a size three, always smoky or an alley or <laughs> something shady yeah. always happens. You're walking down the And this is Chicago, a big city, and there's nobody around. Unbelievable. But again, suspension of disbelief. And it's probably the middle of the night because didn't you work at like a bar or a restaurant or something? So it's probably like 3 a.m. They probably, I was going to say, they probably close at like 2 o'clock because it's not New York City where everything's open 24 hours. Yeah. But you are right. Meg is back. And Meg, like, just knew everything. Everything, like every move, every step I take. Okay, I forget the rest. Yeah, she's creepy. She knew everything. I, I, for for a second there, I actually believed that they got her, 
but they didn't. And I don't know why I thought that. You knew she's like, I, yes, what she I, is. Know, I know. I don't think everybody else knows yet, but you knew what she was. So. I know, but still, you know, it's been a thousand years and stuff. But... I kind of feel like Pablo Winchester dropped the ball because even right. if the boys didn't know, like, I feel like he should have known enough to like check her. But I also feel like he's just letting them. This is kind of like a coming of age story, you know? While he's around, he's letting them do what yeah. they need to do so that they can grow up and learn things on their own, like the way he probably did. And Mama Winchester, look at me, Mama Winchester probably did as well. Yeah, that's true. That's the, the only thing I can think of. Hunter edition. Yes, yes. I wrote down Dean wants everyone to be together, a family. Yeah, that was really sad at the end when oh my god, Sam had to tell him that was well. There was like multiple things because like they had that falling out because Sam wanted things to go like he wanted to go back to school and have things go back to normal once they capture the demon. And Dean's like, "No, I want us to stay together." And then at the end, when Sam's like, "We have to go separate," like we're endangering dad i was just like it's just a, a breaking turning, my heart turning the table turning yeah. the tables again i wasn't expecting that from him yeah i really wasn't i, I i'm i'm wondering if this is the point where sam is like okay i can't go back oh i can't go back to regular life i wrote down here sam thought he'd go back to regular life but in reality he he can't he can't. Yeah, because Dean makes the point of how are you going to go back to red girl life? Like, even with that demon being gone, you know what else is out there. Can you actually? And that has always been the case. But now you would think that it's personal and not to poo poo the fact that he doesn't have a mom, but he, he never really knew what it was like to have a mom because he was too, he was a baby. He can't remember. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Unlike Dean, who remembers very vividly for a four-year-old. Which, dude, that's why Mary did him dirty earlier in the season. I'm I still mad at her. I completely agree with you. Completely agree with you. Okay? Yeah. I completely agree with you there. Okay? <laughs> to be fair, like, I get it. Like, Dean knows what it's like to have a mom, so she has to be all mommy-mommy with Sammy. But, still fucked up yeah and i don't know who knows how long we're going to be debating this for a long time (laughs) we're just in season one but the fact that he says that it 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 just proves to me that he he doesn't get the struggle he just sees like the annoyances of being a hunter because he can't have a quote-unquote regular childhood Mm -hmm. but he hasn't gone through the actual pain of seeing a loved one until jesse is that her name yeah jessica jessica goes through this goes through the same thing that his mom did and even then he still doesn't get it yeah because he's just single-minded he's like okay well i want to do this until we can get rid of the source of what her mom and jessica that's not and it's like but what about everyone else and what about everything else you're right it's a great coming of age because he's really gonna have to learn that we're being being (laughs) silent and thoughtful right now very very 
we're like we're like just sitting here like nodding thoughtfully <laughs> we need a high air five boom Woo. we got each other there Ooh. oh what, what are my other notes i i get excited when i actually write notes i put papa exclamation point exclamation point jumped yeah. in my bed so scared when the demon got papa great oh, acting damn. jesus yeah, they messed him up. It wasn't a demon, though. It was a, what was it again? I don't know what it was. I called him a demon. What was it? It was a deva. It's a, oh, no, you're that? right. You're right. It's a deva is, so I wrote down that it's Zoroastrian symbolism, which is what she was using to summon and control Girl. it. And it was a deva, which is a nasty creature slash demon that are summoned and controlled by someone. So you're right that it was a demon. It's like a, but it's a type. A so specific she, type of demon. so she, you see, I didn't even think about this. So she's the one that reached out and touched someone to go after the Winchesters. The question is why? Well, she's working for a certain someone that they haven't clarified yet. That's I thought who the she's someone, talking I thought to. The someone, I thought the someone was a demon. It is, but you don't know exactly what kind of demon. Okay. Okay. okay Actually, I don't know if they say if it's ahead. a demon or not. You just know that she's talking to someone and taking orders. I'm not a very nice person. And they they communicate that well, like that you find out that they're she's trying to lure the boys there by killing people that are from Lawrence, Kansas. Mm-hmm, in order mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. get them into town, to that's right. Or Papa Winchester. That's right. That's right. He's doing, the real target. Doing that connection, trying to trick trick them. Yeah. Oh my gosh! All I, uh, the, the next thing I wrote, which I already said, great acting, Jesus. Yeah, because Meg actually doesn't even know. Because I wrote down that she's talking to her boss, and she says not to come to town because the brothers are in town, and. That's, I think, when she finds out that, like, oh, he's going to come anyway because that's, he know like, they're in town because he wants to lure out Papa. They leave messages for Papa, Papa letting him know that it might be related to Mary's death. So they fall right into the trap. They do. And, you know, in, in that sense, they're novice. And I'm surprised because yeah. Dean has been in this way too long but who knows what he's been doing with papa winchester this whole entire time maybe papa hasn't been exposing him as much as he should be like he takes like the easy stuff quote unquote well and that goes back to what you were saying before maybe this like papa realizes like he needs to have dean be more independent and fend for himself so that he does have those skills in order to survive because i'm sure like he knows that he's not going to be around forever for them and that they're going to have to be out there in this like crazy world with monsters by themselves. Papa Winchester finally makes an appearance to mm-hmm. Dean and Sam. And it, it it is emotional. I think anytime they're with family is just like so much. Well, and isn't this episode that like, it's, this is the first time they, they see Sam and uh, Papa see each other since they had that big falling out. And so time. there's just, they hug and there's just so much emotion. Very long time. In there. Like in that one hug. 
and they they understand each other like they understand that they need to separate and mm-hmm. Dean's the one we and of course as you know we would assume Dean would be the one to follow dad's orders and just okay that's it we're leaving because he's soldier boy I'm sorry I'm done <laughs> <laughs> this is silly don't mind me <laughs> you're silly but he is the good little soldier like he's he always is. gotta follow dad gave an order we have to follow dad's orders yeah and he said he says it all the freaking yeah. time but not this time around he actually wants to do the opposite yeah he actually like stood up and spoke out against what they wanted to do but he didn't get his way no he didn't why should he poor dean she just want to hug him all the time. Yeah, like 100% of the time. Even oh. when he's being an ass. I know. He has so many different personas in this show. Sometimes it's like he looks like a scared, vulnerable little boy. Then he can be like a smart ass. Then he's like a badass. And he's he's just has... He can be loving. Um, all features under one. Yeah. <laughs> Including aggrieved. I love aggrieved. Yeah. That's all I can say. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love him so much. Not going to get into it. Yeah. If I just flash back all the way to the end, not going to get into it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about that yet. No. What would be the purpose? So we have one more group of episodes to watch before the season's over. Wow, I can't believe it. Okay, I need to get yeah. my act together this time. We like let Shit's Creek take over. Lord help me. Well, any final thoughts? Oh, no final thoughts, my dear. All right, just a it's just amazing as awesome. Just a randomness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, yes. I good random thoughts. <laughs> well, like and follow us on Instagram. Rate our episode. We are now we're available on like pretty much all the major podcasting platforms. Thanks to Heather. Thank you, Heather. Woo-hoo. Gracie did her part too. I did two and bit <laughs> one and a half. <laughs> one and a half. We're working on the other half. Hopefully, by the time this episode airs, we have the other half. Yes. And then, uh, if, as always, you could buy us a coffee to counteract all the wine drinking. And thanks for listening to Gabbing. Gabbing. Have a great night, everybody. We're Gabbing. We're Gabbing. We're Gabbing. We're Gabbing. We're Gabbing. We're Gabbing.